Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Straight Talk. In this episode, we're here at our Istanbul office with Cameron Degen. Cameron, how are you? I'm very well. How are you? I'm good. In the very last episode, um, I have said that you and I had dressed differently for that particular date, but it 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 it, it turns out to be every single day occurrence. What is this style about and why am I dressed so differently than you? Well, I mean, you've got this sporty casual suit type thing going on. Right. Whereas I thought today I'm going to leave early because I'm going to go and meet the kids. So I want to dress a little bit more casual, a little bit more outdoorish rather yeah. than officey. I, I, I like the way you dress Thank normally. You. You're very fashionable. Probably but when it comes far, to straight but... talk, from time to time we have new audience who've never seen us before. Okay. So for these people, I think, you know, I, I need to come with, you know, all the suits and ties and stuff like that in front of everybody. But you, you just like, you know what? I'm casual, it's, it's, that's, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm casual. But that speaks confidence. I'm comfortable like this. That's what it is. But, but you are confident for, as well. for, for many, many years, I had to wear a suit and a tie. Uh, for many, many did years you? at work. Yeah. I've never seen you wearing a tie. Yeah, I know. But I, I, I did for many years. And, um, you know, once I got out of that lifestyle, I got out of that life, I said to myself, I'm never, yeah. ever going to wear I, I a don't tie wear ever again. So what are we talking about today? It's a right. very interesting subject that we're going to cover today. Um, I think um, the reason why we wanted to do this episode is because um, last week, was it, our operations meeting? Um, in our operations meeting, well, the operations department meeting, uh, this is where we usually discuss some of the concepts and some of the product lines, so to speak, if this mm. is the right term to mm. refer to, that we as a company would want to get behind. And for 2023, we did have a serious um, meeting about what we are going to get behind this week. And among those subjects that we have lined up, there were two things that were... That, that were rather interesting that I really, really wanted to talk about because these are the two things that are going to be extremely beneficial for the clients who understand the kind of value that is behind these particular concepts. And also it would prove um, the fact that we are a kitchen here, you know, and, and, and we cook different, um, what you might call that? Um, in, yes, <laughs> of, of, of investments, of investment opportunities, because we strive for that, don't we? As, as a company policy, um, we strive for bringing in more value to the market to be able to differentiate, to be able to have that competitive edge rather than X property selling this building, Y property selling that yeah, building. Yeah. We, we say, okay, let's go back to the drawing board. How do we give people more benefits, more ROI? Because at the end of the day, at the very core of what we do, it is investment consultancy, isn't it? Very much so. I mean, although our, our, our logo or like our tagline is for lifestyle and investment, right. um, we tend to, particularly in Istanbul, particularly in Istanbul, the South Coast is a little different, but particularly in Istanbul, um, there's a very strong investment aspect mm -hmm. um, when foreign nationals are investing or buying real estate in Istanbul. So we need to give them that investment that, um, you know, the buy below market value, uh, make sure that there's uh, an ongoing income generated, mm -hmm. stable income. And most importantly, as I always say, whatever you buy, make sure that there's an easy exit to market. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, if you can't sell 
everything is on paper. Yeah, right. I made a lot of profit, but it's on paper. Right. So what we what we right. try to focus on is real estate investments that are easy to exit. Yes. And profitably too. And make sense as well. The ones uh, the ones that has well, to make sense of, as well. Of course. Uh in in the last meeting we have talked about a few things. One of the things is is something that you term it as CBH and the other one is a fund the, the funding Turkey the asset management company which we have obtained uh the license for last year which is slowly mm. becoming operational and um I basically thought that we should talk about these things so that our audience should know and and explain how these two things would come together for maximum profit. So, what is CBH? Now the CBH is commercials, buildings and hotels, particularly right. small boutique hotels. Now, we always had such things in our portfolio. And we kind of, we, we brokered quite a few deals, whether it's small to medium-sized hotels or selling buildings in Beolu, Shishli, areas like that. However, as a company, we never really and truly set up a dedicated department with a dedicated resource and, and, and man on the ground who are dedicated to finding the right opportunities in that segment, whether they're commercial buildings or upper fixer type buildings that we can acquire, renovate, add value, put back on the market or retain for X number of years for right. strong income generation, then with a profitable exit and small hotels, which we know is certainly a growth segment in the overall real estate market in Turkey. Right. So this year, we want to get behind these in a very solid way. In those particular product lines that you just talked about, buildings and small hotels, how does one make um, gains over and above, let's say, compared to, compared to residential real estate? Can you ex elaborate on that with a few examples of how that can uh, come to reality. Now you're looking at a sizable investment here. Right. I would say uh, with a decent quality building, then you're looking at a minimum of a million dollars to get in. Mm -hmm. Then you will spend a little bit of money to add value to it, either to modernize it, renovate it, um, to do it up into the style and quality that you would want. So you're looking at an investment between one to $1.5 million. Now with that, in Istanbul, you could end up buying, I don't know, five, six, maybe more residential apartments that you could let out. Mm -hmm. Now, will a building give you a higher ROI than, say, five, six residential apartments? It could do, provided you know what you're doing. You're buying below market value and you're adding value to it. Mm -hmm. So a lot of factors have to come together. You need to know where to buy. You need to buy below market value so that you're profiting when you're buying. You need to do it up, fix it up, and you need to do it economically, cost-effectively, with the right design um, that is trendy enough, funky enough to attract the, the, the um, tourists or holiday makers. Then you need to operate it. Let's animate the scenario a little bit, okay? Uh, take me as a client. Okay. 
and run me through your company with your companies doing certain things and your people, my entire journey from my entry to my exit. Now, I do have a $2 million budget and I want to gain the maximum amount of ROI using every single service that the Property Turkey group of companies that can give me. Now, how would you advise me to proceed? What should I do first? You'll probably say you need to buy a building, correct? And what comes after that and how do I exit? Let's animate that. There could be many things you can do with your $2 million investment. Right. Certainly, buying a building in the right spot of Istanbul, doing it up, and then operating it is one of those ways. Right. If you were to come and purchase a building, what do we do for you as Property Turkey? Right. Which was your main question. Well, we'll identify the right spots and the right purchases. So you source the product. We source the product. And hopefully, we would have purchased it for you below market value. So you're profiting when you're buying. Right. The second thing, hardly any product that you're going to buy below market value will come turnkey ready to move. Mm -hmm. The reason it's below market value is probably because there's something that needs to be done or value can be added to it. And the current incumbents, the current owners, either are unwilling or unable to do so. Right. Now, that's the opportunity you have to buy that. That's how I buy below market. Exactly. Right. But then what we need to do is we need to bring our designers, our architects, the team upstairs, right. Designer Turkey, all in-house. We need to bring our own architects and designers and take a view as to what can we do with this particular building in this particular part of Istanbul in line, in harmony with the landscape of that area, but to stand out, to be more funky, to be more trendy. Right. These days, premiums are on funky business. Whatever you do, it has to be funky. Now, funky meaning trendy, contemporary, interesting. So people mm -hmm. will want to spend time there. They want to look at it. They want to enjoy the architecture. They want to enjoy the ambiance. That's the funkiness Not extraordinary, of but out of ordinary. Funky. Stand out. So, you know, we bring our architects, our designers. We come up with a proposal as to how to funk it up, how right. to modernize it, how to renovate it. We agreed with you. Then we do it. Right. And then once we finished it, it's ready to go. Then it's time to furnish it mm -hmm. tastefully. Again, in line with the concept. Right. Then the building is ready. Then what do we do Let with it? Let me tell you what I want to do with it. So go you on. advise me. All right. So I have two things in my mind. I want to know both outcomes. Then I'm going to make my decision. My first thing that I would want to do is to divide it up into single title deeds and sell those apartments after okay. doing that. So the second one is that I would want to keep the entire thing and do short-term rentals. Yes. Now, how do I do both? Let's start with the first okay. one okay. and we'll get to the second right. one. To split one title deed into 10 different title deeds, each apartment having its own title deed and a share of the common areas, just like an apartment would do, um, is not an easy thing to do. Mm -hmm. um, chances are, or the possibility of being able to do that is around 10%. Mm -hmm. So what I'm trying to say is 90%, you will not be able to do that. Right. Okay. So you're going to have to keep it as a building, operate it as a building, whether you do short-term lettings or long-term lettings. And when you come to sell it, then you're going to sell it as a package investment, as okay. one building. Okay. 
Well, if you wish to sell it immediately, then you come to us again, and then we shall we shall market it, and we shall sell it. So right. we are your exit again as Property Turkey. Right. Now, the interesting thing is, now here is really what you should be asking. I had a million-dollar question in my mind. I was going to get into it. Here is the million-dollar question, but is, let's see if that let's is that. Let's that go. Is question. Let's go. If you were to go and buy 10 apartments in Istanbul today it, yeah. and put them to rent, yeah. um, if you're buying 10 apartments in 10 different places, you're going to be doing long-term lettings because right. to manage 10 apartments Airbnb style is a nightmare. Right. Nightmare. On long-term lettings, you will average around 4.5, max 5% rental income. On a property that currently exists in the market, ready to be yeah. rented out, desirable yeah. as it is. You will generate around 4.5 to 5% per annum rental right. income. Now, the building that we've just done up for you, right. which has 10 apartments in one block, okay, which we are then putting a management over that building, we probably put someone full-time there. Right. And we rent it out short-term lettings. Now, you can easily walk away with 7 8% rental returns per annum. Net in your pocket. That's very conservative. It could be higher. Net in your hand, I'm saying. Net. Because there are costs of running an operation like that. After all those costs. Yeah. Now, this is almost double. Almost double the rental income you would generate by simply and traditionally letting out your apartment on long-term lettings. Can I tell you another benefit of that? Go on. Another benefit of short-term rentals. Now, in Turkey, um, we have, um, well, how, 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 how to term this? I, I don't want to say tenant problem, but I want to say um, bringing in tenants, tenants stay long-term, yeah. You know, you, the, the Turkish lira might depreciate and you might find yourself in a situation where you would want to get a new tenant in with the new market rate, but the current tenant wouldn't want to leave and you might find yourself in courts yes. dealing with it, whatever. And it will be harder to sell because that tenant if has been tenant there, there and, and yeah. the tenant is paying um, below market average. This way, as in when you want to sell your properties, it's freehold, no tenant, yeah. you can exit it when it you makes want, it much yeah. easier to exit. Right, right. And these types of buildings, again, at the right spot, at, you know, at the right location, with the right concept, could be very, very profitable. And as an investor, as an investor, you have the comfort of having us on your side throughout the whole journey, including managing and letting it out for you. So you can make one of the most sophisticated real estate investments, which believe me, Buying a building in Istanbul, doing it up, setting it as short-term lettings, and managing those short-term lettings is a sophisticated real estate investment. Right. That otherwise would need a lot of your time to manage. But yeah. you don't need all that because we'll do all of it for you. So you will be a passive investor in a very sophisticated investment structure, if, if, you, if you see what I mean. Cameron, why would I do that? Why would I do that as opposed to in my, in my, in my home country or in, in, in some other country? What is it about Istanbul that I should do this type of an investment? Now, if you look at the figures, um, Istanbul is currently third most visited city in Europe. That's correct. You know, after Paris and London. Right. However, if you look at the graph, and again, if you look at 
take most popular tourist destinations of Europe. Paris, London, Rome, Madrid, Milan, Barcelona. Madrid, Barcelona, Istanbul. And look at those, where they were 10 years ago in terms of tourism numbers and where they are today. I can assure you, without doing the study, you do it. And if I'm wrong, say I'm wrong. But I can assure you, you'll find that Istanbul has the steepest graph in terms of growth numbers. Cameron, I'd like to congratulate you. You're right. Okay. Now, at that projection, right. at that projection you can very clearly see that tourism, which is all about short-term lettings, right. tourism is a growth sector in Istanbul. And it is the growth rate is higher than any other city in Europe. Correct. And we know that the preferences of international travelers is moving away from large-scale hotels to self-contained private space, home away from home concept. So the bottom line is, bottom line is, Istanbul is on a sharply growing graph. Yeah. yeah. And short-term lettings as a, as a segment internationally is a growth segment. So you have two growth segments intersecting, Istanbul and short-term lettings. So you yeah. putting your money in a building, doing it up to run it as an Airbnb is likely to give you a higher ROI than you taking the same amount of money and buying five to 10 residential apartments. Can I support you with some data? Please. Here I have the tourism numbers and tourism total income of Istanbul um, year on year. What I see is that um, back in 2019, Istanbul peaked at 15 million visitors. Okay. Now, this 15 million visitors spent about $10 billion. Okay. Now, obviously, the COVID came and the lockdown happened, and we rebounded back in 2022 with about the same number, 15.5. This time, these people spent $13.7 billion. Now, that's an increase of 37% more income from almost the same number of tourists. Now that's very important. That means that people are coming to Turkey to actually spend the money, not, not to go to Grand Bazaar and pick up some, you know, evil eyes or, or you know, whatever. They come to Turkey and, and they would like to pay for the place that they stay. They would like to pay for the restaurants that they I like go. The profile of tourists who visit Istanbul is not the same as what it was 15, 20 years ago. Yes. Today, People don't come to Istanbul for Grand Bazaar. Well, they right. may go to the Grand Bazaar, the right. Topkapı Palace, the underground systems, and all sorts of many historic Roman, Byzantium, Ottoman remains that we do have in Istanbul. Right. But they also come here for what we call cultural tourism. Yes. They also come here to enjoy the city, to walk around in Nishantashi, to go to Bebek, to cross the Bosphorus over to Kadıköy and to walk around there and see the promenade and to eat in... Um, some very decent restaurants that Michelin we have in Istanbul overlooking yeah. the Bosphorus, etc. So now Istanbul now offers a lot more than Grand Bazaar. As property Turkey, we need to capitalize on that and we need to make sure that our clients, our investors also capitalize on that. Hence, I tasked our operations department this year, it's one of their main things to do, is to bring us buildings and small hotels 
that are suitable for short-term lettings, for investors to come, to acquire, to add value, and to maintain for a number of years. I see that as, an in, as, a, as a very, very viable investment. Cameron, I'm going to talk about, I'm going to ask you about how does this tie in with the fund operation that we're mm. doing. But before I get there, um, I, I have I have found some interesting information about uh, Istanbul. I want to give that data and we will roll on. Did you know, you know, Egypt, right? Egypt is one of the most visited countries in the world. The pyramids, the ancient Egypt, of you course. know, the food and everything. Entire country of a population of an almost 100 million, right? It's so popular. Istanbul has the same amount of tourism revenue as Egypt. Or the entire Egypt. Right. Almost 14 billion, 13.95, that's Egypt. And 13.77 is Istanbul. Um, Istanbul wasn't like this a few a few years yeah. ago. A few years yeah. ago, the revenue was yeah. low. The number yeah. was there, but the revenue was low. So that's that's one interesting aspect. And Istanbul's tourism revenue is more than Ireland, Hungary, Israel, Finland, and and in some cases, um, Hungary and Ireland put together. It's 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 more than two countries. Their yeah. tourism revenues. Right. Yeah. Right. So um, and and one last thing. Uh, that I have about the occupancy rate of Istanbul, because we're talking hotels, we're talking short-term um, rentals. The occupancy rate is the, the deciding factor, the, the, the average room per night and occupancy rate. Now, Istanbul's occupancy rate in 2022 was 74.7%, with average room per night of 150 US dollars, almost double the country average. Now, that's very important because the country average is about... and in Istanbul is $150. Now, um, you are right in saying that Istanbul is... Is is stepping up its its, its category and it's it's rivaling these let's say tourism giants uh, such as Paris, London, where people of go course. and you know and, and spend all that money. Istanbul is coming there, especially with the uh, with the new mega projects that we have, such as the Galata Port, the cruise ships, uh, the, the it, luxury it hotels. Luxury tourism. Yes, luxury yeah. tourism, residential have, have, tourism. Have you seen one of those boats that dock at Galata They're Port? They're huge. They're when huge. they dock there. Yeah, they completely blocked the view. Yeah, of Galata. Yeah, it's, of, it's of, of the entire Bosphorus. They're yeah. 10, 15 story high boats. They, yeah. they they probably bring in thousands of people in one shipment. Thousands and thousands, thousands of, people. of people. Yeah, in one shipment. And, um, and 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 this is beautiful because when you look at the tourism agenda of Turkey, Turkey wants to go for especially for Istanbul and 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 Bodrum, they want to go for quality rather than the quantity. Yeah. Now quantity. They want it, of course, but quality is what they are after. Therefore, the expected tourism revenue of 2023, that's the projection of the tourism ministry, $60 billion. Now it's $46 billion of this year. And what is expected is $60 billion. That's about 40% increase. Right, right. And and they have the means to do that because yeah. they invest in it. Yeah. We see that. They invest in it. Oh, they are investing right. in it big so, time. So yeah. 100% buildings, boutique hotels, fixer-uppers, relying on the popularity of Istanbul, the tourism potential of Istanbul. We're on the same page. Now, talk to me about how does that tie in with the fund operation that we have? What okay. are some of the benefits uh, that right. we could get from that? To sum it up, let me explain what the fund is. Right. So this is a this is an asset management company Yes. that um, operates under a license from the SEC of Turkey. 
which is the SPK Capital Market Board. Yeah. Capital Markets Board in, in Turkey. Right. This now makes our fund operation official with a license so we can go out to public and we can legitimately board investors. Mm-hmm. So over the past 5 10 years we managed to build a, a you know a collection of 10 20 clients with deeper pockets who from time to time for either this or that project or for all of the projects right. or initiatives we have as property turkey they've been pulling pulling pooling their resources together with me right we've built this expertise in house already and through the umbrella of property turkey the agency property turkey itself the design and build team upstairs designer turkey our management and rental department that, that looks after lettings and management and our legal department in house and also our sales office management structure where we go and we take over large scale development projects and exclusively sell those we've got the whole thing under in under one umbrella mm-hmm. now that is behind funding turkey So with the license we can open funds and these funds are regulated and from the viewpoint of the investor there are two major advantages number 1 you not only putting your 1 or 2 million dollars in there are 10 others 20 others who've matched you right. maybe more maybe less so you're talking about a rather large scale of fund So hey, what's the best deal you're going to give me? So bargaining power. Larger the fund, larger the bargaining power, the leverage. Larger the leverage, the bargaining power, more you profit when you buy as an investor. So big tick there. Now, the second big thing. Within the fund, there's no corporation tax. There's no income tax and there's no capital gains tax. So you know the building that you bought. Right. Okay, you said I have a budget of 22 million dollars. So let's buy this building, do it up, turn it into 10 apartments that we're going to let for the next 5 years via short-term lettings. Well, guess what? What we can do for you is we can put that 2 million dollars into a dedicated fund for you. Right. That fund goes and buys that asset, develops that asset and starts operating that asset. So all that income that is generated from that asset goes into the fund tax free. Wow. And after 5 years or 3 years, you made enough profits out of it, you've generated good amount of income and we have another investor who wants to come into the market and he's he's willing to pay you a handsome sum for your asset with tried and tested proven track record or smooth operation guess what you've made a lot of profits mr aladdin do i pay capital appreciation you pay tax zero tax no capital appreciation nothing tax. now that's what the fund does for you right so this funding turkey with its license will have two main types of funds real estate investment fund which right. in most countries are known as REITs real estate investment trust right and this particular fund all it does is buy and sell real estate and it profits mm-hmm. it can buy hold generate rental income then sell but it's real estate right 
The second type of fund that we shall have is venture capital fund. Now, venture capital fund is where you can bankroll and invest in any business segment. Doesn't have to be real estate. It could be anything. Also, within these two categories, we are able to open dedicated funds for you. So, Aladdin, you come on board and you say, hey, Cameron, do you know what? I'm going to be investing a hefty amount of money in Turkey. Okay. However, I don't want to be associated with any other investor. I want to write my own destiny. I want my own private fund. And appoint you guys to manage it. And I also want to sit on the management board, Cameron. Okay. Although I trust in your expertise and you'll do it, I want to be present on you the board. You inform me on everything. Not just inform. You can Get make decisions also. Right. Now, what we can do for you is we can open a dedicated fund for you where you're 100% owner of the fund and we manage it for you with you sitting on the management board. Equal say to us. So we jointly manage your own fund. Or you could turn around and say, you know what? I'm 100% owner of the fund, but you do it. I'm not interested in managing it. We'll do it. But you have the option to actually present yourself on the management board of that particular fund. So this is what we're coming into market. Right. We, we, we're going to be launching in a mass, mass right. way very, very soon. Right. And hopefully boarding investors who are looking to gain the distinct advantages of being in a licensed fund. And believe me, there are many advantages. I only gave you a couple of them. There are quite a few other sure. advantages that... Yeah. Buying real estate straight out to your name will not give you right fantastic well, mechanism. I, I know, I know the entire idea, and I know the burden on my shoulders as to <laughs> I should be the one to you know communicate all the advantages well, when the of the fund when the time comes. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Currently, we're working on um, a lot of things that are going to make uh, the investors' lives easier to understand what it is and how it operates. And yes, you're right. Currently, the people who we have are the people that we have been working with, which is how these things start anyway. We're not out there saying that, oh, you know, we are a asset management company. We have been managing, well, here's our track record and stuff like that. No, we're not going into that type of competition because that's not who we are. We're always after people, hey, you like us, you know what we do. Here's a financial instrument that we can work together and let's try this out and here are the benefits of it. So, so that was how, that's how the idea came to be and you never know where it's going to evolve into just like we never knew what straight talk was going to be evolved into to to mm. be what it is today uh, it's a it's, it's a lovely show that a lot of people love today and it's 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 a bond between us mm -hmm. um then you know it's an amazing thing and and i like your contribution to it and i like Thank your you. contribution to you like my uh, socks as well right today. i like your socks and i like a bit of a mismatch many other things that yeah. you do and um and this amazing information that you just provide to us no worries um hey Thank you. Thanks a lot. Guys, thank you very much for watching. And if you're interested in uh, what we just talked about, buildings, uh, hotels, um, fixer-uppers, the, the fund management that we talked about, the, the benefits that it can get, if you're interested in that, please, with this WhatsApp number, reach out to us. Any suggestions, any questions, comment section down below is there. Please give your comments. We read them. Uh, thank you very much for watching and see you in the next one. See you.